RadioInfluence.com. She's one issue because it was stupid and disrespectful and she should have at least reached out. But the real issue is the fact that the people like Pharrell and like Chad, who Chad really is like an amoeba and just he's spineless. It's a miracle he can keep his neck up. But Pharrell knows better. This is a direct hit at me. He does this stuff all the time. It's very petty. Very, very, very. And the reality is, is that it's frustrating. I have the right to be frustrated. Why? Because no one had the human decency to call and be like, yo, hey, would like to use your record. Which, by the way, the reason I'm annoyed is because I know it was on purpose. This is not like some, oh, they were in the studio. No, no, this was an on purpose direct hit, which is very passive aggressive. It's very petty. It's very stupid. And I'm going to say what I have to say. I don't mince my words. So all of you Beyonce fans, knock yourselves out. I'm not mad like that. It's not about me being jealous, jealous of someone using my song. That's the dumbest, most ignorant thing I've ever heard. Like, ah. grow up. Ah. We are coming in hot this week. It's the uh, DJ Eakin podcast. Your man, DJ Eakin, Tampa's most connected DJ here. Um, I, I see where Jason's going. We're, we're coming in hot this week, I, I guess. Uh, right in with Khalees. Um, There's a few things I want to get into. Plus, there may or may not be one or two special guests stopping through this week. But first off, um, before I even get into how we got to this hotness, big shout out to my guy, uh, Zavi, who came last week, man. And shout out to everybody who... Um, has checked out the interview I had with him. Um, the last episode of the DJ Eakin podcast called Eakin Loves the Kids. You got to check it out, man. My man Zavi Rodriguez was a, was a Zavi Gonzalez. What, what am I thinking about? Zavi Gonzalez was a guest, uh, and big shout out to, uh, mom Alicia too. And, uh, sister Zoe as well, man. Appreciate him stopping through 12 years old. And, and I think I feel as inspired as I could ever be. Thanks to Zavi being on the pod, man. Um, it's been a lot going on this week, um, in particular, how we how we started the uh, pod with, if you don't know, um, if you've been living under a rock somewhere, or if you are not a card-carrying member of the Beehive, Beyonce dropped a new project this week. It's called Renaissance. Yeah, and um, I'm sure most of you had heard the single that she had dropped before. You can't break my soul. You can't break my soul. I'm not even sure if I should be singing that with so much feeling, but it is a really dope record, man. So shout out to Beyonce as well. Um, but if you know one thing about Beyonce, right, and this is what I give her and Hove. It don't matter what most of these people do or how old that they've gotten. Um, they ain't letting you bring them to the net. They not letting you bring and they going to go back and forth with you on on the net. And, 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 and before I even get too much further into this story, can let me just ask you this uh, as folks who rock with me here at the pod, folks who are. Um, I ain't even going to say if you under 30, because here's my thing right now. If you are under 30, I'm kind of going to excuse you a little bit because you pretty much have been born with a phone in your hand. So a lot of things that this new generation is doing with the phone, I ain't even mad at them because they were pretty much born with it in their hand. Like my nephews, my son, my godsons, three-year-old journey. Um, the things that they're doing with the phone, they're like born with a phone in their hand. But to me, when you get like Khalees' age and you you know, I, why do these artists run to the screen as if, it's not a phone first in their pocket. Like, like I always ask these people, what are we going to do as fans? Even if Beyonce had ripped off your song. Right. And like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm going to do other than be in them comments with the foolishness, like everybody else. Right. Or I'm going to say something crazy. or I'm just going to send it to somebody, but legally there ain't nothing that I can do. Now, I guess some people would say Ekin, but she can start the conversation. She can this, she can that man. Let me tell you something about the beehive. It don't matter what you say. The beehive ain't turning on Beyonce, okay? Beyonce gonna have to make the beehive turn on her. It ain't nothing 
that that you can come on that screen and say about Beyonce that's going to make a card carrying member of the beehive decide to turn on her. So if that's if that's your purpose or that's what you're trying to do, because everybody always comes on here and says too, this ain't about me being mad at Beyonce. This is about respect. First of all, what it's really about is that success that Beyonce having. And 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 before you call me a hater, let me let me get into this Khalees thing, right? Khalees is um is mad at Beyonce. Um, no matter how you put it, because of what's called an interpolation, in, inter, inter, Jason, am I getting the word right? Basically, it's when someone sings something kind of like how you sang it in the past. And let me give you a perfect example. Bruno Mars um, had a pretty big record and he was like, don't believe me, just watch Uptown Funk. I know you remember it, right? And he was going, don't believe me, just watched. Well, back in the day, there was a rapper named Trinidad James. And re- if you remember, gold all in my chains, gold all in my watch. And, and he had this line in there. He was like, and it was a pretty big deal. Don't believe me, just watch. So when Bruno sang those words exactly how he had sang them, Trinidad James was given credit and he gets paid constantly off of um, Uptown Funk. Now, Beyonce has a new song on the Renaissance album call energy now it was also produced by the neptunes if you don't know who the neptunes are it is pharrell and chad i'm sure you know now right pretty big records noriega's uh uh nothing um i mean you name it the neptunes have probably worked with them everybody from justin timberlake to calice right and the record in question is of course milkshake and if you don't know who Khalees is, she is famous for the record. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. She also married Nas. And back in the day, she was signed to um, the Neptunes, Pharrell and Chad. Um, and they did the milkshake record. She is upset with Beyonce because in this energy record that Beyonce had put out on the Renaissance album, Beyonce sings, I think, towards the end of the record. Kind of how Khalees sings in Milkshake. La, 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 something to that effect, right? Um, now, if, if, you, if you watched the video or you heard us play it in the beginning of the pod, Khalees is saying Beyonce could have at least called her, this, that, and the other. Now, here's where there is confusion, and I tell people all day, this is about business when it comes to like the Beyonce's and the Jay-Z's and anybody that's really in this game like it, it, it has to be about business at some point be very clear unlike Trinidad James with the uh, record back in the day um, gold all in my watch you know and the don't believe me he had some ownership in that record in this record right here Milkshake Khalees does not have any ownership the ownership belong to Chad and Pharrell writers producers whatever however it happened she has no ownership in the record let's be clear on that okay now again I'm not here to discuss whether she was swindled out of her publishing whether she should have had writers credit and she didn't get it I'm strictly talking about that she doesn't according to all the credits and stuff that were listed on the songs on Beyonce's album, right? So Beyonce and her team and the label, I can't necessarily say that they did anything disrespectful to Khalees. Um, 
yeah, Beyonce may have re-sang this part and it sounded like Khalees. Maybe it was, you can say, yeah, she sang it just like her. But Khalees doesn't own the record. And what makes these people think that I'm going to call you just because I'm using something for one of my records? You know, if I'm if I'm doing something for one of my records, what makes you think that I'm going to pick up the phone if I'm Beyonce, for that matter? And I got time to call every single person that a producer or somebody who worked on my album may have wanted to use something. That is something that has to get cleared by the label, my legal team. And yeah, to some extent, you have to hold Beyonce accountable because it is her project. But her calling every person? Come on, man. Like, like, come on, son. Come on, son. In the words of Ed Lover. Come on, son. She's not calling. And, and here's the thing. If you are as heavy as Khalees would like us to think she is, because I'm not going to downplay her, you know, her history or what she's done in this game. You got a phone. Why didn't you call Beyonce? Why didn't you call someone on her team? Why did you come to the screen to talk to us? And my issue with that is, we get mad when these younger cats are on the screen, when these young rappers and this and that are on the screen and their problems and we talk about how they tell on themselves and this, that, and the third, but we ain't showing them no better. Because every time I watch one of these older cats who's supposed to be like either OG or they're on the edge of being an OG, they on the screen arguing. Like, like, like let me help you out. I know Steve Jobs has given you a pretty dope device, right? The iPhone, right? Like, like it's, 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 it's pretty much a computer in your pocket. I mean, let me just be honest, right? But it is a phone first. And if it's real business, man, call that, call that person. Like, like call that person. Let's get a discussion going and let's make it, let's make it happen. If there is something really to discuss. But my issue here with the Khalees thing is, I don't know if there's really nothing to discuss because you don't own nothing. You know, if you don't own nothing, then I ain't really got to. Why would I be calling you? I, I may be out of respect. May, maybe I could get that. But to get on the screen and act like I owed you that. I ain't a card carrying member of the Beehive. But let's not forget, that's Beyonce, bro. Let's not forget that that is the queen, Queen B. And you can say, you can, I think you're selling out for the Beehive. I'm not, because I, I can honestly tell you, and I'll be honest about it. I don't even know if I've listened to the last three Beyonce albums that have come out in their entirety. I don't. I can't, I can't honestly say that I have. But I am a fan of how she carries herself, how she carries her house the work ethic she puts in and when i see her on stage every time i have seen her i can't lie man she leave it there and and when you do that to me that's all you owe me as a performer i don't need to be in your personal life i ain't here to judge you i ain't here to you know to be all in what's extra i'm a fan but i'm not a card carrying member of the beehive all right so understand me when i'm trying to make these points or or when i'm Speaking on these things, you can fire back, man. I'm cool with you in the comments, man. We can have a healthy discussion. But I said what I said. That's all I'm going to say. I, I said what I said. Um, Something else is popping off this week, too, man. Um, Now that I'm off the Beyonce thing. Monkeypox is running crazy. And I'm, I'm going to get I'm, I'm working on it because, again, not to throw him under the bus. I asked Jason this three weeks ago that we should talk about monkeypox. And Jason has yet to get me a doctor here. I could be telling a little lie, but I wanted to make the story more interesting. That's why I threw Jason under the bus right there. But anyway, um, 
the monkeypox thing is running so crazy that I was just reading something online and one of my one of my boys tweeted it. Do you think it's time that we all the way stop handshaking? Like fist bumping, no handshaking, just when you run into somebody, say hello and that's it. Like I'm even scared now. Like I, I'm a big hugger. Like when I see females or whatever, like somebody that I know that's a friend, a homie. I'm almost afraid of the hug and the cheek kiss right now, man. Monkeypox is running crazy. And, and, and what's also crazy is I, I saw this and, and you can give me your thoughts and your feedback or whatever. I'm hearing that people are more scared of monkeypox now than they were of COVID. But here's why, though. Not because they know if monkeypox is worse than COVID, but because monkeypox is giving everybody them sores and can make you look ugly. So folks are more worried about getting monkeypox as opposed to catching COVID. Not, not because they know it's worse, but because, you know, you don't want to be the guy to go out. You walk in, Chick- you walk in Chick-fil-A or you walk in, uh, <laughs> you walk in your favorite spot and you got like eight sores on your right cheek or whatever. You, you don't want to be that guy. And again, I, I ain't wishing nothing bad, but let me just say this, man. Be be safe out there. I, that, that's all I can say about it. I, I want to get somebody in here that can discuss um you know, monkeypox a, a bit more with me so that I can get a, a understanding because that's what I like to do. But from everything that I'm seeing right now, I, I'm a little bit nervous about going to New York and I'm supposed to go to New York in a couple of weeks. It just seemed like I'm not sure. Somebody hit me up and, and, and let me know if, you know, if the New York trip is something I should be taking right now. Um, because uh, I'm a tad, I'm a tad bit nervous. <laughs> um, also in the news this week, um, in the sports world, I talked about this a while back. Um, Deshaun Watson, quarterback for the uh, Cleveland Browns, finally, 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 through an independent retired judge, he was handed down a suspension of six games. Now, I don't normally do this because he likes to chill, but Jason is kind of like a sports guy. So, Jason, would you mind coming to the mic just a little bit? Could you come? Because I want to. I do want to ask you something. Like it's just like one question, really. I want to ask you um, about this because Jason is deep in the sports world. He kind of lays back, but he's he's deep in the sports world. And and I did want to ask you this part. They had an independent um, person decide his fate. Mm-hmm. The the fate that she gave him was six game suspension, no fine. Nothing else. Now, I'm not going to throw in other people, what their suspension was compared to his, because apparently, and, and I'm, I can tell me if I'm also right here, this is the first of its kind for the NFL because now they have an independent person handing out the suspensions. Okay, so now we're at that. Just today, it came out that the NFL is appealing the six games because I guess they don't think that it's enough. Now, with that being said, now that they've appealed, does it go back to her as the judge or now is Roger Goodell involved in his punishment? And if so, what was the purpose of having the independent arbitrator anyway, if they can go back to this? So I believe it goes back to Goodell, but it's something with the CBA, with the new CBA. I'm not I'm not quite sure what it is, but I'm pretty sure it goes back to Goodell at this point. Right. But wasn't this this situ- this kind of scenario created to kind of keep Goodell from being judge and jury because they felt like he had entirely too much power? I believe so. So, again, and you may I guess you, you may not notice, but I just want to say <laughs> I just want people to know that I'm asking it out loud. What is the purpose of this setup if they cannot like the punishment and then hand it back to Goodell anyway? 
No idea. I mean, I know that on Sunday, right? the Player Association put out that statement basically. I think it was basically saying, hey, let's honor whatever the judge comes right. out with. Right. I saw that part. They now, were quick. But then I knew that the NFL has a right to appeal. I think just like the NFL PA has a right to appeal right. as well. Right. No, I, I got that part. They both have a, have, an, have an, a chance to appeal. They have the, they can yeah. appeal. But again, like I said, and not saying that you even had the answer to this, I just want to make sure that I say it out loud. If we can appeal and it goes back to Roger Goodell to make the decision again, what's the purpose of this setup? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like my mom telling me, look, I don't want you eating any cookies after 10 o'clock. But then she gave me the cookie jar to take in my bedroom at 945. <laughs> Like I don't understand. Like, like, how are you expecting this to work? Because, because now we're back to and I and I, I think if I'm watching the reports correctly, right, it could be Roger Goodell or he could appoint someone to handle it. But it's still right back to him. I don't know if you know Andrew Brannis. He used to he was a longtime executive with the Packers. He's a he's got a podcast, right? And he has this line on Twitter: "There will be lawyers." Boom. Okay, and and that's how we're gonna. We're going to settle it. So in your thoughts, being a sports guy, you're around the NFL quite a bunch. What do you think is going to be? Because they're they're pushing for, they want a year, right? They want a year or indefinitely. I believe it was uh, it was a year, definitely. Frankie did a, an episode the other day. It comes out on Monday. Okay. And he was talking about it. I want to say he either said it indefinitely or yeah, the problem is, like, I'm, a, I'm so busy at this point, I don't pay attention to that stuff. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the reality of it. Right. And But even what's even crazier, right, that even suspended last year he made more money than both of us right together like he, he didn't even, he didn't even play a game last year well he wasn't suspended but he didn't even play a game last year and he made more money than both of us right yeah and i think his with the six game suspension i want to say he loses three hundred fifty thousand dollars because of the way his contract structured yeah because he because he got a lot of his money in like a signing bonus or something too right yeah i want to say i saw something along the lines of he'll still make like 44 million for the year yeah I, i'd take six game suspension give me six games off work Tell me, tell me I don't got to work for six weeks and I'll, I'll come to practice three of those weeks because he can practice with the team and I'm just going to lose 350, but I'm still going to make 44 million. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. And he settled all the, he settled all the lawsuits, right? But one. Yeah. Okay. Now you may not want to answer this. Do you think he's handling it correctly? Or do you think he should like, cause, cause he's, he's, he has like doubled down on the fact of like, look, I didn't do anything which is what he's standing on, that he didn't really do anything wrong. Do you think at this point, because I'm thinking at this point, maybe he should come out and say, and I'm not his PR person, but I think that I would probably be at this point going, I don't think I did anything wrong. But if I made someone feel bad or feel in a funny position, I'd like to take this time now to apologize and just start the rebuilding process from there. Is that is that too much? My guess is he has someone inside his internal team, probably a PR director, that has probably guided him Got. to do it this way. Gotcha. Now, how much of the reason he hasn't spoken is because there's still one pending lawsuit out there. Right. So I would have to, outside looking in, I got to think that there's probably a PR person and probably his lawyer that's probably telling him to not say anything. Right, because the cases are still going. I, I got that part. I, I just think that like when he can get past the, the whole, you know, like everything is that part. I just think he needs to take a step to say, look, because he still doesn't have to say that he didn't if he doesn't feel that he did anything wrong. Like I wouldn't I'm not even mad at that. Like, look, I never felt that I did anything wrong, but I can't tell you how to feel. So if I made any of the women uncomfortable 
For that, I apologize. I'd like to start moving forward. And I think we have because I've given you all this damn money. Now, he could leave that part out. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't I, I just I don't know. I'm, I'm not his PR person. I'm not even sure if I'm a good PR person for myself. But I think that I would start there. My guess would be probably for us, probably going to someone like, you know, a William Frankie and saying, how does this work? Right. From the from the legal aspect, and maybe because of the fact that there's still a pending case out there, that he just said, "Don't say anything." That's who I need. I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the law father in here to tell me what I could do in this situation because you know I wouldn't want to lose all my little club money because I because I came out here and said, "Hey, I ain't do nothing," but you know I gave y'all that money. You know, and then next thing you know I'm I'm getting a bigger lawsuit because I didn't do what well, the law the, father said. The likelihood is is that the civil suits that he settled, an NDA was signed. Do you think there's going to be more women? I don't know. This is one of those things that I'll be like, man, I'm already rich, man. Bye. I'm out. No? No, he can't give it up. Because when you play sports like that, you're just so in love with it. It's hard to just walk away. I know people say, man, I'll just walk away all the money he got. But it's hard, man. It's hard when you're. I talk to fighters all the time. They don't want to say that. Right. That's why, like, like you look at, at fighters. The reality is. They're not the ones who end their career. It's someone else who says, you can't fight anymore. Boom. Okay. Look at all these boxers at 50 years old having these expedition fights. Yeah. There's always going to be someone out there willing to pay them to fight. Good point. I Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. It's it's a wild one, man. It's it's a wild one, man. And, and to... Every woman that's listening to this pod, again, I what I learned from Brittany, which I kind of already knew, but she reiterated it when she was here last, um, is that we don't get to tell you guys, you know, when it's a when it's time that you should speak up or how long it should take for them to speak up. So to any woman that feels that way, then to me, you have every right. And I don't know all the 100 percent facts of the case. I just think it's like it's just a, it's just a lot of like murky waters in there. It's just a lot going on. And I don't know. Um Am I wrong for just wanting to watch football? Am I am I like a bad guy? Tomorrow night. Well, put it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, okay. Because I here's here's what I do. Like when football season starts, I don't listen to R. Kelly. That way, I'm giving up something. That's not good. That's not a good way to. So look you're at saying it. you don't love preseason football? That's what you're telling me. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> Man, these dudes got to chill, man. These dudes got to chill. Um, I, seriously, um, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's just a lot going on. I, I just wanted to make sure I, I touched that point um, before we move much further. And, you know, that's what it is. In, in case it sounds like the convo is just kind of running, man. My man, Atazio is in the building, man. man appreciate you, you stopping man. through. I appreciate you I, having I, me, man. I had, I had did some pieces of this show right already, and I was like, I think a guest is coming through. I think a guest is coming through. Yeah, we coming and, through. And, and what I like about you, though, is... Let me let me tell artists this. Okay. Your team has kept in touch. Yeah. I knew when you were close. Yeah. I knew when you might be running just a tad bit behind. Absolutely. That right there for an artist. That matters. Man, let me tell you something. If a lot of artists get the details right like that, yep. a lot of their other business would go so much smoother. Absolutely. And it and it cause it uh, cause the team is key. Right. I compare a lot of, I compare a lot of my journey and my career to sports. When you think about some of the greats like MJ, LeBron, Kobe, Shaq, Tim Duncan, all them boys, they had a team. Right. And without a team, you don't win the championship. Boom. So that's the key. 
So a lot of the artists thinking, you know, they move how they move, and they just, nah, man, your team is key, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for my team, man. To everybody watching this video, right, you're like, Eakin, who is this dude? Um, let's get a little bit about who you are, and in specifically, because mm-hmm. I did some reading on you. I did some research. Okay. You Keep find? your hands off the table, bro, because your pen game is super heavy. Uh, Keep your hands off the table, because from what I understand, you, your man. pen game is pretty heavy, but... Um, just for the folks here in Tampa that, you know, they're they're not privy to some of the info that I have. Okay. And myself learning about you, man. Let's give us a little bit, man, on on who you are. Man, I like to consider myself a uh a, a hood R and B dude. Okay. Cause I grew up, you know, I come from the bottom. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. I'm a Florida boy. Duval. See, man, folk don't understand <laughs> what that is, man. I'm gonna tell you something right now. If they don't, if they, don't they gotta give it. Y'all gotta give it to homegrown little Duval come because on, man. he carried Duval on his back. Man, and I t- and I've said this in in a, in, a, in, a, in a lot of other interviews, man. It's so much love and respect for little Duval in the city. We got so much love and respect for him because he absolutely put his he put the city on his back. And and I tell people he didn't just put the city on the back by. You know, coming creating a you know a little Duval day in the city. Right. He changed his name. Yeah, because wasn't he was he was calling himself Roland, right? He, he, that's his real name, his real name right. Roland Powell. Right. And he changed his name to Lil Duval to, to to give us the you know the love and respect that we that we that we needed. So I, it's all it's always love for that. You know, what I'm saying to 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 pay uh, homage to that because man, he, he he I mean he's one of the goats in in comedy and especially for the city. Yeah, that that dude carry that dude carry Absolutely. that city on his back. Absolutely. Bro. Hands down, you know what I'm saying, and we got a and we got a whole national football team. They can't do it like him. <laughs> they like, and you know, and and to, to their really to them though. But no, no, no. I, and I will say this: this was disrespect gotta, to them. They gotta put some respect on our team this year, though. I just want that to be known. God show me, I DJ for the Tampa Bay Bucks. So you're just not gonna walk in here and let that slide I mean, through. But y'all, 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 y'all in the NFC, and our and, and it is what it is. Why we got I'm the goat? Saying. I don't, I don't really have. Com- I really don't do a lot of football conversations because we got the goat. I mean, I'm a pay, I'm a uh, I'm a uh, Peyton Manning fan, so you know it is what it is. Uh, uh, but you know though, I, I, I put I, I put respect on it. I can't take nothing from it. You see what I'm saying? Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you my I'm gonna tell you why my disdain for for Tom Brady a little bit. Okay, right? he, he got he's the goat. He's he's definitely in goat status. Right, but he played for the Patriots, and the Patriots have kept Jacksonville from the Super Bowl two times. So I ain't gonna never have no love for him like that. He ain't he. You know what I'm saying? He gonna get no love. So for you me. respect the skills in the ring, right? Got to. But, but that love though, it ain't. It ain't nah, just it ain't. You know, I ain't. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you though, bro. I like like, I have people that work for the Buccaneers that I've never met Tom Brady. Right? Now I, I happen to get to meet him. Shouts out to Mike Evans. We doing this event, and I finally meet Tom Brady. Okay, bro. When I took the picture, I was so nervous about messing it up. I th- people said, "Hey, bro, you look like you look like you was a mannequin in the picture." I, you know, how you finally even like, man, it's like Jordan, right? You know, this Tom Brady, right? Like, you don't want you don't want you like, bro. I'm gonna get this one picture. I hope I got my face right because he only gonna take one or two, yeah, right? That real. That real. That real. <laughs> right, man. But hey, man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all setting up for some things in Jacksonville this year, yeah, man. Yeah, we, we we definitely are. So you know, you know, to to be from the city. Uh, come from the bottom. I grew up around street dude, so that's who I looked up to. But I was always an R and B dude at my core because I could sing. I, you know, what I'm saying I can really, really sing. See, what right. I'm saying so. You know, my mama had me at a young age, and coming into music at a young age. But I, I was, I, I felt like I was home by you know growing up in the church. But at the same time, you know, uh, listening to you know R. Kelly and Usher and artists like that kind of help hone my talent and my you know even Missy artists like that you know just on, on the R&B side to hone you know what I'm saying uh, 
my my skill set. You know what I mean? And then, you know, I would hear those songs, and I knew listening to those those songs or records, I wanted to do music. I knew that I wanted to to write. You know, I'll be riding the car with it, and I'd be writing, rewriting people's songs, listening to it. So I knew then, you know, what I'm saying that this is what I want to do. So to, to to get the opportunity to finally step in that arena, and I've worked with some of the greats. You know, uh, got and I got to salute Chris Brown because he is he's a young goat. You know what I mean? Right. But getting a chance to work with him and uh, Monica and. Um, Lady Gaga, Enrique Iglesias, uh, Brandy, Genuine, Dave look, Hollister. Look, man, I, I, first of all, I told you, you, know you keep, 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 keep your hands off the table because they that's fire. It, that's real. That, that, that that's just game. real. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just real. How did you, okay, being from Jacksonville, right, yep. and you're, you're in Atlanta now, yep. right? Okay. So at some point, like you said, you start singing, you start thinking, I might want to do this as a career. Absolutely. Right? So as, when you make the move to Atlanta, when do you... Because I think a lot of people, this is a step that I really like about what you're doing, right? When you make that move to Atlanta and mm-hmm. you realize the game is really here. Like, it's like, you know, I, I, I don't know if you know Ray Daniels. Ray Daniels is like my man, yeah. right? He's A&R, right? Okay. And Ray says, everybody who's really made it, they've come through those steps of Atlanta. Like, you've seen them. Like, they've been somewhere in line. Yep. And at some point, right, their turn comes. And he talks about Chris Brown, the Monicas, you know, everybody, right? Yep. And I lived in Atlanta for a couple of years, right? And so when you moved up there, and you saw all the things that were going on. At what point, though? Because there had to be a point that you realized, you know what? In order to be in here, don't start being in these rooms. Maybe this pen moves me closer to where I want to be. Has, did, did it happen like that, or am I wrong? Um, no, I mean it's uh, it's almost uh, it's a two. It's like I say. Uh, I like to say sometimes it's, it's a two sided coin. You know what I mean? Um, um, well, two headed coin rather. In the sense of the pen had to get stronger because I was the R&B dude with a mouth full of gold teeth and dreads. Ah. See what I'm saying? But you understand, I'm from Florida. I'm a Florida boy. Right. I, and, and I respect so we know the that's culture. The co- that's, see what I'm saying? So that's the culture of where I'm from. So I was just... I was just being what I was, you know what I'm saying? Right, what you I, be, Florida dude. Exactly. Look, see what I'm saying? The one thing that I, like, since I've been living here, and I, like I said... I'm a Floridian now, bro. I've been here so long that I'm a Floridian, right? But the one thing I know is y'all carry that culture, bro. Like, like I, I can tell when I meet a dude that's from exactly. here. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and but what's crazy is like when you really a cool brother, like like they say you can't unlame a lame. Like when you meet a Real cool talk, brother, man. we got a lot of the same things in, in common. Talk. You just happen to maybe when I first moved here. I probably wasn't as like have a southern draw the way I did, and I talk super fast. Being from up north, mm-hmm. the draw was a little more su- was way more southern Absolutely. here. Absolutely, but a cool brother mostly to me was a cool brother. Absolutely, and there's things that y'all just did like like there's an area called Clearwater out here, right? They call it Wick City because Absolutely. they call the dreads yeah, the exactly. Wicks. Exactly, you, right? you got you got wit, you got your wicks, you got your gloss. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's is is that is that energy? It's that, it's that culture where we from? So it was really that, and they didn't really understand it. But I was already pinning all of the records that people was hearing me sing. So people was hearing me sing these records and they was like, okay, these records can go to this person or this artist. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it was like I was pushing my artistry. So right. it wasn't until my manager said, all right, because he had been in the game 10 plus at the time. So he was like, now nah, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get you to write for these artists and then we're going to build that pin up. We're going to build your story and then we're going to push you. Your artistry is gonna make it easier for that door to open for you because now you got hits, you certified. Right. So, what did it feel like that first time that someone else that you're looking through that glass? Because mm-hmm. you, because because again, 
you know you got the voice because you singing it. You probably demoed a lot of these records that you that you've written too, right? You probably demo right. So you've demoed them, right? And then following the plan that you and your manager mm-hmm. are setting for, because like I said, and if you if people know their history, it's work. The Dream, Neo, absolutely. You know, what I'm saying Sean Garrett, the Pen, right? They 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 were writers, really really dope writers, and okay. still to this day, and they went to you know they they got some pretty successful like actually singing careers, like absolutely. solo careers, right? Yep. So your first time though. After you've demoed the record, you've written it, and your your manager's like, we got a placement. Somebody about to sing this joint. And I don't know if you were there for that first person, maybe, maybe not, but when you heard it and you were like, that's my record, how did that feel? Uh, I was. Uh, it was amazing. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna care. It's my. It's my. It's my job. I'm it just was, asking the questions, yeah, bro. It, it was. Uh, it, it was an amazing feeling because again, like, I grew up wanting to do this. You know, my whole life. See what I'm saying? So since I was a jit, this is what I dreamed of doing. So to get somebody to sing a song that I wrote, you know what I mean? And I demo and now they singing it like me. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, this is yo, this yo, this crazy. You know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? Like, yo, this 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 wild right here. So it was it I can honestly say it was it was an it was an amazing experience. But then here's a here's a here's a double uh Double-edged sword. You know what I'm saying? It was got to the point where it was like only certain artists could sing my songs. Okay. Male artists could sing my records. Right. Because that's what I was writing heavily at first. So it was got it got to the point where, oh, I, I love this record, but it's it's too high. So the the uh the CEO of Sony Publishing called me and he was like, yo, this artist wants to wants to cut your record. But they can't sing it. So this is what I need you to do. He said, I need you to try to change this record up. And then he said, the next few records I need you to do, I just need you to just dumb it down just a little bit. And I said, what you would? And I, because I'm, understand, I'm, I'm still a baby in the music right, game. You learn, so, so, you I, learn. I, so I ain't understanding what he's saying to me. And I'm kind of, he said, no, no, hold on, calm down. He says, I'm not telling you to dumb down your content. I'm telling you to dumb down how you singing it. Uh, sing it less. Right. So it can make them feel comfortable enough to come in and sing it. Because what I learned that in this game, that sometimes these cats will hear your music and sometimes they get intimidated by what you're doing. Because they feel like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sing this record better than him. So it got to that point where that became a gift and a curse. Mm. So it's like, all right, I got this amazing record. They can't cut it. Well, who else is going to go to? Who can? Who else can sing it? Can we flip it to make it a female record? Nah. Right, you know what I'm saying. So it got to that point. So then it was like, okay, it's time for you to do your own thing. It's at the same time while you still, you know, on the journey of, of writing. So it 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 was a it was a great feeling in the beginning. But then it, like I said, it became to a point where it was like, dang, like what I do with this? Because you know what I mean. I'm kind of like in limbo right now. Right. Ain't it crazy though how the how those lessons come? Like like a like I I never forget. And just when you when you spoke about that, right, it made me think like. I was working on this this project and Ted Lucas, man, shouts out to him. He, he runs Slip and Slide, of course, you know, legendary down yep, in South Florida. Right? And Ted had offered me something, but it didn't have any money attached to it. OK. Right. And I said. Uh, OK. And then when I hung up the phone, I wasn't exactly mad, but I just never talked to him about it again. Right. And when I talked to him again, because he's like a big brother to me, man, shouts out to Ted. And he said. Bro. This is the lesson from that. Mm-hmm. When you talk to somebody and remember, I asked you first what you wanted. Mm-hmm. You didn't say anything. A negotiation has to start from somewhere. Absolutely. Right. So when he said that to me, 
He said, man, I wasn't being disrespectful. I'm, the business has to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. He said, so the lesson from that is negotiation, bro. Absolutely. You Say know, what and, you want. And, right. And to your point of like the CEO going, I mean, the, 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 the publishing dude going, hey, man, hold on. I'm, I'm not telling you what you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just making adjustment to the business model if we can. Absolutely. So I can get you more work. Absolutely. You know, <clears throat> and I feel like that's that's a that's a and I feel like, too, though, that's. That's what a lot of new songwriters, producers, and artists that's coming up in this game is not being taught. Like nobody, like because they 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 they're taking everything so personal, and that's what I've learned through that conversation, and other conversations. Because that wasn't the first time I spoke to him, and it ended up not being the last. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it was, it was me coming from me, like I said, me coming from Duval, me coming from Jacksonville, grew up around street dudes. I did a little bit of, you know, I don't consider myself a street dude, but I did my thing in the streets, you know, right. hustling, whatever. And I took that same ideology and put it in the music to how he's calling me and like, whoa, 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 you can't say this. You can't do that. You can't move like this. You know what I'm saying? And I had to learn that the hard way. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it, it's, it's in what you're saying, those are the things. It was like, well, I wanted this. Well, did you ask for that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got to the point where I was like, well, you love my records, you love my music. You should already know. In my head, I have a price point on this on this record. I know where I want this record to go. I know where I want it. I know what. If I'm a writer for somebody, I know what artists I want it on, and I know how much I want you to pay me for it. But that's only what's in my head. Uh, they don't know that. Right. So I I I I I will say to that, man, that's what I learned too. I'm I'm learning that in this business and in the music and in my career, like you have to learn to say, like you said, you have to say what you want. Like it's not and because sometimes you you may be worried it's a whole lot of you know, things, a a a myriad of things, but you know, I don't I don't worry about offending nobody. And that's another thing that, you know, Big John taught me. He said, don't worry about offending nobody because this is business. Either it's going to work or it's not going to work. He said, but at the end of the day, you got to speak on what it is that you want and you can't take it personal. Right. But but to that point, though, Mm -hmm. I do want to interject this, too, because I think you understand it. Uh But I want people that watch these conversations I have Mm -hmm. to understand this one part of that conversation. The thing I hate about what you just said is that. When me and you disagree. I should just be able to disagree with you just like you just said. Mm-hmm. And we get up like we can't do this deal, but Absolutely. we still cool and we go whatever. Because when we do it with people that are not our nationality, that's what we do. But when we disagree with each other, I got to go to the Internet. I got to be disrespectful. I got to go live. I got to tell everybody I want to be. I want us to get to a point to just like you just said. We may not agree on everything, but that don't make you a bad dude. We sat at the table respectfully. It didn't work this time. Right. We gotta learn to do more of that with each other, bro. Like, and that's what I really loved about what you just said. And 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 and, and, and to even tap on that too, it's this. We've been groomed to do that. So I got to the point where I was having issues with different things, right? And it was like, man, I don't this or this or this and this. And I realized, and I I picked up this mantra, and I can't remember where I heard it heard it from, but it was, you got you got to be the change that you want to see. Yeah. So for me, that's what happened. It's like we do it so often because we've seen it, somebody else do it. So when we feel slighted, we're going to do it, too. So now when, you know, say Ted hit this, 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 this interview, right? Or whoever, who, who else is hearing this interview, right? Say Ted don't hear it. Says who, the person hears it, right? When they say they deal with Ted, 
they're gonna think about this interview and gonna say, okay, he he kept he said the business went right, but he still said shout out to yeah. Ted. He was a good, he's legendary. He's been a good dude to me. He's a good. It, it, see what I'm saying? So I feel like when we when we start painting a different narrative, that has nothing to do with personal, and say we couldn't get the business done. Right. But that's still my dude. We and just, I also learned something. You say is exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying, and then it's also understanding the value of yourself. If a person doesn't come and give you the value that you feel that you're worth, that don't make them a bad person. They just don't see your value. Right. So you got to. Got to keep moving and pushing and doing what you're doing to find the next person that sees your value. And if y'all come back around later on, then cool. If y'all don't, that's cool too. But I agree with you. Like that's one of the that's man. That's one of the things that I'm big on because before I got to this level on this side, I've been behind the the the, the boards. I've been pinning right, right. As you it let everybody know, right. So when I got in front of the camera, which is now in my artistry, the first thing that I did before I signed my new deal, I said I got to get that hate at my heart, and I'm not talking about envy. Cause I've I ain't never I ain't got a hating bone in my body. I don't hate nobody when they up and I'm not up or envious. I ain't they ain't never, they ain't never been me. Right. But the hate I had to get out of my heart is the relationships that I've garnered over the years, from what you what we talking about taking stuff personal, taking stuff personal or cats doing stuff that I ain't agree with. I'm like oh that was sucker what he did over here. So when I when I get on I'ma show him I'ma stun on him. You know what I'm saying all this and that. And then I realize I'm like no nah, I got to get this hate out of my heart. And right. when I when I got that hate at my heart, everything started going up. So I feel like when we start making those conscious movements of positive energy and positive affirmations and saying, you know what, this is about me being better for me and doing these different things, you're going to realize when a deal don't go through, you ain't going to get on your phone and get on the internet and start Twitter finging things or in front of the camera like, oh, he tried me. He right. came at me like the hill. Right. Man, man, bro, go on, get out the way, dog. Just it, get, man. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like I'm with you on that. Definitely. I hate it because I just feel like if I was doing stuff with you and I and I could call you when everything was good, why am I talking to the people when it's something like just don't go right? And it don't always be bad. It sometimes it's just a simple misunderstanding that if I called you instead of you reading about it on 17 blogs before mm -hmm. I got to you, mm -hmm. we probably could settle it. Because by mm -hmm. the time the blogs and them comments, now I'm feeling a certain way. When I could have just called you, because I'm sure I got your number if we was that cool to begin with. But see, I also two things too is this 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 the social media era we live in. Yeah. I seen this thing and it, it this is a salute. This ain't no knock to to either one. I seen this uh when T.I. and uh Wayne got into it over a comment about race or whatever it was, and then Regine came in and, and whatever. What was so dope that I did like that she said was she said, T.I., you you and my you and my daddy close. You could have picked up the phone and called him first before you made a post. Right. So so and, and my thing is it, it's that type of energy. Well, sometimes we be so hot about something because we passionate about a thing. You see what I'm saying? And sometimes as men, we can we can we can do that. And but I'm pretty sure them them boys sat down and they chopped it up and they and they talked about it. But we we just got to get out of that quick to go to that platform versus saying if I know him personally, let me pick up the phone and let me have a conversation with him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then if that goes to whatever that goes to, cool. But at the, at the same time, a person can't look online and be like, dang, what? Why you know you felt like that, boy? Man, them, them blogs will get you, won't they? They will get you, man. They will get you, man. That's real, dog. That's real. <laughs> hey, man. Um, look, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. We got, we got, we gonna have to keep in touch because, guys, we obviously can have some real conversation. And, and I man. like this. On, I like man. this about you, man. But let's let's talk about this new single, man. We got yeah, a new come single. On, let's, go. let's go. Um, feel better. Yeah. Um, I, I cut it on and immediately was like. 
dim the lights up in here. See what I'm saying? And I, 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 I was about to make a call, and Jason said we got a show to do, hey, so man, I had to, see, I had to you, put my phone so you down. You know what the vibe was. You already understand what the vibe was. I reached over to one of them lights. Jason was like, "What you doing?" I said, "Man, Jason said, look, we got a show to do. Leave them lights on." I told you what it is, man. You already know what it is, and it's and it's and and that's the that's the energy, man. That that's. That's the energy I wanted to bring, you know, to bring back to R and B. You know what I'm saying? Because an uh, uh, interview I did uh, with DJ uh, uh, Shizm. Shizm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Shizm. Yeah, man, definitely shout out. A big shout out to uh, DJ Shizm. And he talked. He was like, man, the same thing you said. I'm a I'm a hip hop and R and B head. I love R and B. I love that classic R and B. And like and I and I've told people before. I don't want to. I don't want to do '90s R&B because I, I. That's already been done. Right. I. What I want to do is bring back the energy of what people felt when they heard '90s R&B. That's why you got a lot of new R&B artists sampling '90s R&B. That you know what I'm saying. I'm like, damn, I remember, I remember hearing this when I was growing up. See what I'm saying? It's because it's that feel. It makes you feel something. You know what, right. what I'm saying? So when you think about feel better, it was me going through what I went through—a heartbreak. But it's emotional. It make you feel. See what I'm saying? Whatever you get from it. That's it's that end, but whatever you get from it, and however you take whatever you take from the record, one thing you definitely gonna take from the record is gonna make you feel something. You know what I'm saying? Some records now that you hear, you hear you don't feel nothing. You be like, man, like how you feel about that? Man, I, I don't care about that record. Just me, right? Like, uh-huh. and I don't know if this happens to you. Okay, talk to me. Cause I get, you know, I had my heart broken. Let me say that to the people. You know, I had my heart broken. Oh, right? you had your heart broken. And, and I sat down, and I had a pen, right? Okay. But it just didn't come out as smooth as yours. Okay, I did okay, a lot of okay. crying, but it did. It didn't. It did, you know, I had a lot of these like, well, well. I, 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 I couldn't get there. I couldn't. You know. So do you do you write your best records when your heart is going through something, or when somebody around you is going through something? Because you know the story, right? Let's talk about Jermaine real quick, right? They say. Although everybody thought mm-hmm. Confessions was Usher's. Yeah, we all did. Confessions was really something Jermaine was going through. Absolutely. And to this day, we like, man, that record right there hit man, you. That right. If, if it ain't yours, you know somebody else it's, who's been exactly, through that, right? Exactly. So when you pinning, like a record like Feel Better or some of these other records that you're writing for people, do you do you get your best records when your heart is going through something or when somebody around you is going through something? Because you know they say R&B. It's built on some real feelings. I mean, it is, but I just I honestly feel like your best records come from your best uh, from from real experiences. You okay. know what I'm saying? And I don't I won't even take it as your best records come when you got your heart broke or you sad. I'm not gonna say that. I will say this though. People can be sad and you can hear a record like you won't break my soul and it make you move. You know what I'm saying? Cause you like, man, you you girl like that, yeah, he ain't gonna break he ain't gonna break your soul, girl. Like <laughs> right. come on, let go out. Let, let, all that. You see what I'm saying? And then some some you know what I'm saying, somebody might be like, Man, I feel that. Or it can be a feel you know, my record feel better. It's like, man, I feel that. Like bro talking that real. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you feel that too. So I just feel like it just has to be records that people can feel. You 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 when you create records that people can feel those are the records that make people really want to get up and dance or want want to make want to make people you know reminisce or go through that heartbreak or get over that heartbreak or whatever it is that they're going through but it just has to be something that people can really feel i think that's what makes the best records right it's creating something that we all can feel because we all can feel that you know what i'm saying yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying my my records don't come out as good as yours though so i, I, I you, hold on but you were you singing on it though 
Bro, don't, 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 hey, man, don't I, get no, it. I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna judge it. I, a little bit, I'm, I'm gonna judge it a little bit. <laughs> you judge me a little bit? Just a little bit. <laughs> Wait, just a little bit. okay, like, like when I write, right? Like All when right. I write. Okay. I just get like this note out a lot. <laughs> it, 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 it just kind of, I don't really man, get past that note. Man, like, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, it's like, a, I guess they call it a teardrop note. Like, I, I don't really get man. past my, watch out, it's not, a, it's not a good note. Nah, watch out, watch It's not a good note. Put my pen up. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah, yeah. Just for now. You great at it. This is what yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just like me trying to come in and, you know what I'm saying, DJ and do my thing. You be like, nah, bro, go ahead. Move right away. Go ahead. You're playing too much. You're missing you, you up the point. You don't hear that note. Bro, you might train me. But, but that's real. Now, I, 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 can get you, I can get you a little bit right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can get you a little There's bit right. There's a lot of work on be Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm we ain't got yeah, that kind of time. Yeah, we ain't got that. That's, 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 that's months. That's weeks. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I know you, you're working on the project, right? So you got the Feel Better single out, right? Okay. Who'd, who'd you actually work with on that? And who do you work with? Do you work with produce a certain producer or a set of producers in particular especially going into now right you're working on your project period yeah. right yeah um actually that record is produced by tj the beat man which is one of my homeboys from jacksonville okay and then my uh my little brother did some uh additional productions on it and uh so that was that was that it, it felt like a a homecoming like a family reunion for this record you know oh. what i mean because the producers are from where I'm from, you know what I mean? But honestly though, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold you like I don't really care about names. You know what I mean? I listen to the music. You can you you can literally play music for me and right. not say this was produced by such and such and such. Cause I don't have records sent to me that was produced by big name producers and I was like, Boy, this is terrible. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna hold you. I'm like, right. boy, what is well Or they man. threw something they threw something like, man, he, he gonna they gonna pay me anyway, so he has just take it wasn't so, they like so so yeah so for me it's a it's about it's about what emotion that that track evoked like when I hear it I'm like yo I gotta slide something to this you know what I'm saying so to me I I, I all I care about is how good the music feel and sound I don't care about no names I don't care about none of that because right. at the end of the day the consumers don't really know who produced a song until they know who produced the record as e like you said. The confessions. They didn't know that JD was that was JD JD's story. All they knew was confession was sliding. It felt good, and that's all they cared about. And I'm the same way. I don't really care about all that extra stuff. Like I let I let them handle the business when it's time to handle the business. But for me, it's about the creative side of it. Like, can I create something that's masterful on this thing? And if I can, I'm gonna go in and do it. Is there somebody though that you want to work with on this project? Ab absolutely, absolutely. It's a it's a it's a few. Um, Can I get like five names? You trying to hold that close, right? No, no, now. no, 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 no. I definitely, I definitely throw that at you. Um, uh, we worked years ago, uh, but I loved, I definitely love to get back in with Rodney Jerkins. Uh, okay, he's, he's a goat. He's a legendary, a, absolute legendary producer. Um, I would love to get in with Timbaland. You okay, know what I'm saying do something with Timbaland. Uh, uh, we spoke a few times, so that was that was dope. Didn't get a chance to work though. Um, I can't cause you know he's the artist he's the artist formerly known as the king of R&B you know what I'm saying and I definitely would have loved to slide something with him real Whew. decent you know and that would have been crazy uh, because he I mean he's he's a musical genius right um, that's three uh, and uh, you know um, give me a couple of females you got one or two of them that you might that you that you have in your mind that have tossed around like man I might I might like to put something together with them or maybe even a hip hop artist uh Oh, if, if, so if we if we talking and we if now if we talking artists and not just producer on that side. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking about anybody that you would like to oh, work with. Absolutely. Uh, I've been saying this since uh, since uh, BT Weekend. I've always knew she was dope. 
as hell. Right. And been a fan of her voice and her pen. But now I want to slide something with a Jasmine Sullivan, man. Whew. Man, me and Jasmine do something that's going to be stupid. Um Woo! Man, 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 you see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I ain't he ain't even got to say nothing. He just making yeah. noise. You see what woo. I'm saying? Cause that's when you make that that woo like yeah. that, you already know what type of time it is. Uh, me and her spoke about it, uh like two years ago. So I want to, you know, I chopped it up with her by doing something. Uh, J Cole for sure. Who? Um, yeah. Uh, Missy, I just I just love what Missy. You know what I'm saying? She's just a legend in that right. You know what I'm saying? And just me and her slide something. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know why, but I, I, your vibe feel like to me, though, I could see you also, too. You put something together and plies drop a 16 on it. I just feel like something could I, happen. But, let me something. tell you, but hold on. Just, I, and see, it's just going to be, I, I no, ain't, no, no, you know. No. I, see, this is what I rock with y'all already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was, uh, I, I ended up getting uh, signed to uh, uh, Warner a few years ago and deal just kind of fell through, whatever, but I had his record and it was like, we want to put a feature on it. Who would you want on the feature? And I was like, I was like, man, you know, I remember listening to 36 ounces when Plies dropped that. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I would love to get a feature from Plies because I just felt like he spoke to me back then. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and and I was a jit, but still I felt like he just spoke to me. You see what I'm saying? So the fact that you said that, I rock with you more, man. man. You already know what type of time that is. Let me tell you something. And and I and I tell people this all the time, right? Because you know, we're in we're in an age of TikTok, right? And yeah. and and just having this conversation with you about music and, and the feeling that you get, right? Mm-hmm. Um I didn't know much about Plies, right? Because, again, I'm a New York kid. I went to college in Orlando. Okay. Got a homeboy. Uh, Shouts out to my homie Frag. Um, Actually, like my brother, right? Frag, like, is as hood as they come, but is a really good dude. Absolutely. Right? And Frag had these mixtapes, and he had this one in particular, and he was like, man, you got to get on this Plies. I don't remember the name of the mixtape, but it had this song that I always remember from Plies where he took the Biggie sample and it's called, I just want the paper. I just want the paper. He'd be like, I don't want no rap friends. And bro, it is so crazy, but it's called, I just, he sampled Biggie right on the hook. Okay. Um, um, he'd be like, cause all you niggas pocket watches. Like, you know how Plies get it in, right? And it's like old Plies, right? Yeah, like, Plies. like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like he talk. getting it in, yeah, right? And and we would be riding from like here because I was doing some stuff over here, DJing or whatever, and I would go back to the house in Orlando. And on that ride, if he drove, Plies was getting heavy run. Had right? To. And I didn't need TikTok. I was just starting to get this feeling like mm-hmm. this music is good, bro. Like, like I ain't from where he from. Mm-hmm. I ain't even as Southern as he mm-hmm. is. But like to your point, right, of when the music is good. Exactly. And you could just feel it. And I and not a hustler myself. I've been around the block, been a few things, but I know real hustlers. So when Fly starts speaking that talk, Absolutely. I was like, I know these dudes. Sense I know, it. you know what I'm saying? And to to back to our point of like when that music hits you and you just feel it, bro. Like And that's what it's supposed to be about. Man, though. let me tell you. I, that, and from there. I understood the love for Plies. I was like, all right, bro. And I just, it was I, different, different. Bro, because I, I had, because he, he wouldn't stop, first exactly, of all. Exactly. And and I'll be, you know, I'm falling asleep, maybe. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I just want the paper. You know, I'm a New Yorker. So the Biggie was like, had me. And I was like, they didn't sample Biggie? Yeah, he, he slid. I don't want no rap friends. You know what I'm saying? I was like, what? Hold on. Yeah, Hold on. Bro, and, and to your point, I had to respect that, that the music was just good, bro. It wasn't no gimmicks. You know, he was just, man. And that's what it's about, though. And that, and 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 to to me, that's why it's certain artists that I want to work with because it ain't like you saying. I love that that add in. It ain't no gimmicks over here. Like this is just what it is. Because I could have came out 
You know what I mean? I had my dreads. I, you know, gold teeth. I could have came out like what I see every R&B dude doing right now. I could have came out the type, dropping the same type of music every R&B dude doing right now. But because this ain't no gimmick, I ain't got to do it. Now, it may, now, now my journey may be a little, have been a little bit longer. Right. You know what I'm saying? It may be a little bit different. But at the same time, it's gonna be music that you can feel. It's gonna be music like, nah, I rock with Buddy. Like he, like he talking. You know what I'm saying? And that foundation solid too. And that's what it is. Cause growing up, growing up around street dudes, that's what I learned in 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 with releasing this record as my first single was. You know what I mean? I seen my my uncle street nigga. Like he he, you know what I'm saying? He he bought that action like real deal. Right. Cry about a woman that he really wanted to be with. He was, he would, he, he, you know, because a lot of times. Isn't it crazy about how the hardest street dudes you know that they will open hand smack somebody and, and a woman got their heart and they did. See, these folk can't understand how much I brought with you, bro. Because you understand what I've been trying bro. to tell them, man. Because I'm like, they, they think because he's a street dude that everything about him is, a, is, is hard. But when I, and, that, and this is me growing up around him and thinking the same thing. So when I finally saw it, and I'm like, boy, he messed up by baby. And I realized that. This is the type of music that you need to do because they still respect it. Oh, yeah. Because if we go back to R. Kelly real quick, the street dudes respected him. Oh, yeah. They played him. Dude, it sound like, dude, I ain't gonna lie they to you. This music. It, it sound like me and you could have made some of that R. Kelly music. Man, like, because it sound like he was all, he was talking a lot of times. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. And like, I just watched the other night because I, I was online and I was like, did they take his music off? And I want, because I wish it's like one of the dopest records he ever made. And it makes me think about like, people that have been close to me that I lost you know and it's a real simple record it's like I wish I wish I and then he go through get it you know how R. Kelly do it right and I'm like man man this dude man and I just hate like the other personal stuff that you know cause now you fight with can you listen to his music and man who man listen man we 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 definitely gotta connect bro cause I've been trying to explain this to him I'm like cause I'm a creative right so I can't listen to R. Kelly at all because I'm a creative cause I understand how he created all he all the music that he, he made. Now, I wish it's not that. I believe I Can Fly is not that. You know what I'm saying? Angel and all the other stuff is not that. The, I, the, the Save You album is not that. The, the Love album is not that. But at the same time, a lot of the other stuff that I want to vibe to, I can't vibe to, but it's, the, it, it's that. And that's, to me, the reason why I can do the music that I'm doing because, you know what I'm saying, I'm in the club and we celebrating Monday in Jacksonville, you know, and my whole section is full of street dudes. Like, majority of them are street. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they singing my music. You know what I'm saying? They, my look, you know what I'm saying? One of my cousins, street dude, he all on his on his IG story like, boy, this cool, this it. This right here, this slide. This is decent, boy. You talking that. And that, to me, that's what it's about. Like, that's what, it, you know, when we go back to that, that's what it's about, man. If you ain't, if I ain't making no music that make you feel, man, I'm going to just hang it up. You know what right. I'm saying? But I feel like I am this new generation you know what I'm saying? The level of creativity, the, the level of musicality and genius, everything that he was, I am that. Hey, man. Uh, I'm going to let you go, but I, I I think I would be amiss if I didn't ask you about this, man. There's a lot going on in your city, Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot, right? And a lot of things, right, that I hate to see personally. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Because to real. me, the the last thing that I, that I and the thing I, and, and I love this hip-hop thing, man. Like, hip-hop is in my, like, I'm a hip hop kid. Like my, agree, sister, my sister went to high school with Cool Herc, the dude who gets credit for creating hip hop. Oh, that's that's amazing. how hip hop I am. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's amazing. so to see we have this thing right that are not only giving brothers like me and yourself a chance, right? 
brothers like my man right here with the camera, right? That we there's so many opportunities have been created. Absolutely. That start with us being in this entertainment space, whether it's hip hop, R and B, the whole spectrum, right? The mm-hmm. whole gambit. And to watch this this new set of brothers, and, and it ain't new like this the street is close. But to me now, it's like it's at a different level where we on the camera and it's like, I got to tell my ops, I got to do as much embarrassing stuff as I can. And I want somebody to die. Like, it's like, and then the blogs is capitalizing on it because, we, you know, we just had a dude die here in Tampa that I never saw get posted nowhere. And he became a nationwide post for everybody because he went on his IG, he went on his IG and told, it, told his supposed ops, like, if you want to see me, I'll be home in five minutes. And in five minutes, 10 minutes later, he was dead. Oh, that was that dude. Yeah, he was, he was from here in Tampa, you know, and... But the blogs ran with it. So when you see the chaos that's going on in Jacksonville, like, mm-hmm. you know, with the street has made its way into mm-hmm. this music and it's kind of being like, even if it's not so much glorified by people that live there, to me, it's being glorified by these blogs and stuff because every time they post it, mm-hmm. it's making it more of a story for everybody. Absolutely. Right. And somebody's getting money off the clicks. Absolutely. Of course. What are your thoughts on that, man? Like when you look into your hometown and, and especially with people you love still there. Uh, well, I say this. Um, it's two. It's two parts. It's for me, and I try to make it as succinct as possible. One thing is, I grew up around real street dudes. My daddy was a street dude. My uncles, my older cousins, cousins that's two years older than me, and cousins that's under me, and that's just the environment of what it is, and that's the life that they understood. One thing I say to that is, real street dudes ain't getting on. You know, wax, going in the studio, rapping about what they done did and who they looking for. They just they getting to it. Right. And I'm gonna say that first. And one of the things that my uncle told me is a coward gonna pull the trigger right before he throw hands with you anyway. Right. That's the first thing he gonna do. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that. But what I also understand is that this is just you know, I'm, I'm more I'm more tapped in spiritually. So, to me, is this is this is you know perpetuated to be the way that it is. You know what I'm saying? Because if it if it ain't if it ain't you fighting over a block that your mama don't even own the house on, we have a problem with that. Boom. You see what I'm saying? It, it, you know, that nigga in my block. You, your mama don't even own the house that she's standing on the block that you saying is yours. So how you can own a block? See what I'm saying? So. Yeah, they were street. Yeah, they were street. You know, street niggas. My uncles and my, you know, my cousin them, but they moved a certain way. See right. what I'm saying? I ain't even gonna hold you. So I just feel like, man, it's it's sad, dog. In 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 my city, man. You know, and I ain't gonna hold you. I was I was once some, you know, what I'm saying, uh, young nigga that was like, man, my city the murder capital. Like I was praising it. That that felt like something to say. But now I'm looking at it like, man, that ain't that ain't nothing to glorify, bro. Like right. Lil Duval said it best. He was like, man, this beef stuff that these cat got going on. As you said, that real. So I'm not gonna speak on it because it's real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cats are re- really losing their life behind this, and they are folk doing some wild stuff on that. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm not gonna speak on it because I don't know nothing about it. But what I will say is that for me, all I try to do is impart as much knowledge as I can. Cause I feel like if a lot of these cats, even for the rappers that's in my city, that's you know that's getting to it, if they recognize how big they can be, you know what I'm saying, and then they go get this thing that I call blue currency. See, most folk is focusing on the 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 blue faces, 
You know what I'm saying? But if you go get that blue currency, and that blue currency is your passport. You go get that blue currency and get that passport, you start going overseas and seeing that's a whole nother bag, big bag over there for you. So you ain't even thinking about what Buddy got going on. Right. You so above it, you like, man, I don't care nothing about that. Right. Bro, it's, it's so much money over here. So I just feel like, to me, if I can make it, that's simple enough. Like, man, I just, all I can do, man, is pray for these folk, man, and pray for my city, man. But at, at the same time, I feel like, I'd rather throw a hand with you. Like, I ain't got a key. You know what right. I'm saying? Let's throw hands, but we got to understand the rules of engagement. If I throw hands and I and, and, I, and I whoop you, yeah. nine times out of ten, you ain't trying to throw hands with me again. You trying to take me up out of here permanently. So I get yeah. that too. So the only thing I can say, man, is the more knowledge that we gain and the more I get in, in my celebrity, dog, I'm going to go back to my city, man. And I'm, I'm going to just talk to him like, hey, man. I'm telling y'all, y'all get your passport, man. Y'all start traveling the world, man. Y'all ain't gonna care nothing about that. I'm and as simple as it sounds, though, that's really what it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you start traveling the world, man, and start Gucci said it best. Gucci 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 done did a whole ass 180. And he yeah. did an interview with Charlemagne. He said, man, this whole time I was in all that that I had going on, he said, I had never been out of the country. He said, Boom. when I started going out of the country, he said, my whole mentality changed. He said everything about how I was moving with chain. Cause he said, he was like, damn, the whole time, it's a bag over here for me, for right. Gucci. Right. See what I'm saying? That's they, they not paying attention to that, man. And it's all all this is about is money and fame. So if you want the money and fame, it's other places you're gonna get that money and fame. Right. And then you your city go, you gonna put on for your city anyway, because you got more you got more money, so that means you got more power, that means you got more influence. You know what I'm saying? And then you start making active change. And I feel like that that way we need to do because right now we chasing the bad. Nah, let's not chase the bad. Let's chase the opportunities to get, to create the change that the bad going to bring. Boom. Tell them your name again, boy. Man, Tell them, homie. You, man, you already know what time of time this is. Tell them again. Master Tazi, y'all already know what type of time this is, man. It's your player partner, man. Man, that, that single that's out right now. Man, it's feel better. You know what type of time it is. Are we? So we had an album in the works? We got an album in the works, man. What else is going on? Because I got to let you get out of here. We, we Man, we got an album in the works right now. We on this radio promo tour, man. We did Florida this week, and I, I think we're going to uh, Alabama. Maybe going to Alabama, Mississippi next week, and then we going to hit, like, Dallas. We going to hit uh, uh, up top where you from. Then we going to yeah, hit the, yeah, the West yeah. Coast, you know what I'm saying? So we just out here sliding the street, man, because I really want to touch the people, man. So I will say this, man. We working on some special things for y'all. So make sure you follow me on Instagram. Make sure you tune in, subscribe to my YouTube, because we got some things, in, like I said, in the words to make y'all feel better. You know what I mean? So we going we gonna to do We going to touch the people the right way, man. What's that, IG? Man, that's Atazio, man. A-T-O-Z-Z-I-O. I'm everywhere you need me to be. If you need me on Pinterest, you need me on Facebook, that you need me on, on Twitch, I'm everywhere you need to be at Atazio. A-T-O-Z-Z-I-O. Let's go, man. Jason, you got to get me up on my Pinterest. You got to, man. I'm trying to tell you. I got to get on my Pinterest more. Man, listen, man. Some things on that thing, man. I, I like, mean, I, I'm on Pinterest. I'm just, you made me say, now I got to make sure I'm out there and keep got, my page touched up. You got up. to, man, because folk going to come in and be like, man, we got to go, okay, this fly like that, man. Well, hold on. This is how he decorating this house. Okay, cool. Hey, I need this. Hey, you know hey, what I'm saying? I'm all about the HGTV. <laughs> Boy, they call me HGTV E. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man I appreciate you sliding through, man. I appreciate you. Um, yo, look, man. Much success and man, thank you. Same here. Please let's keep in touch because I like these, these conversations, bro. Seriously, like I love having them because I, first of all, 
I, I love the story and what you're building. And I also think, too, that this next generation of creatives, mm-hmm. they can always see something good in a brother like you in a brother like you and in his story man, Appreciate and I, and I, it, man. that's what i respect a lot man. thank you and also too man all we can do is be real out here and i don't tell everybody this bro like yeah you you the, the, the conversations we had today oh come on i, I kind of get it even real and i mean how much how much real you get when you tell me put your pants to the side i mean I'll you told it. me you told me <laughs> Hey, look, man, it's DJ Kid Podcast, man. Um, every week I'm here rocking, man, and, and look, you know what we should do? You know, if, if you look, you don't gotta say yes today, right? Okay. But what I want to put together, right? Maybe we put together something, right? And it's like for younger kids. Yeah, do and that. It, we put together right, like maybe like a one hour block. Okay. And it'd be like a songwriting class. And I don't know. Maybe we zoom you in. If you're in town, we bring you in. Yeah. And and it's just kind of like maybe you just talk about song structure. I think some of the if the creators can hear that, that that's like a little something different. You know that we because really, you know I, everybody want to be a rapper. That. And I think sometimes we got to give them little gems like that from a brother like yourself that's pending and be like, look, you might not write a hit out of here, but let me tell you this right here. You might write a hit out of here. Yeah. But let's talk about how song structure is really done. Absolutely. I'm you know, with that. And and, and it, I don't know if that's what it is. But I, I just, I, the Florida representation, man, I'm on this new wave of thinking. And I think brothers like me and yourself, these people and these brothers in this room, that. that, you know, this next generation, I, I'm going to help get them, bro. I'm going to help get them. Let's def- I'm let's, like let's, you. Let's, let's definitely do that, man. I I spoke to some kids the other day, man, and this 12-year-old kid was a producer, and he was producing EDM. And bro. I was like, bro. EDM? And he said something that was crazy at 12. He was like, I said, how do you get into doing EDM? He was like, because all I heard was rap music and I wanted to listen to something different. And he said, I stumbled upon EDM and this dude is 12 years old. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's that time, man. It's a new wave. It, 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 getting back to house music. We created house music. Getting back to go-go. We created go-go. It's so many genres of black music that we don't know that's untouched. It's time to touch that thing. Hey, look, man, like, subscribe, and, and I'm going to have another YouTube channel soon. Come on, man. And all I'm going to know is, I'm going to leave you with this, man. I'm going to leave you with this. You got watch, watch this, this watch, watch this. this. I'm gone, man. I'm gone, man. <laughs> DJ Kid Podcast, man. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Tazi, I appreciate you stopping through, man. You, man Again, man. Me, thank man. you Let's so go. much, man, for the time and, and the good time, you. man, and and all the gems you dropped on us today. Yes, sir. And and much success to you, man, and everything Same you got here. going on. All right. Let's go, my man. I appreciate you. All right. Looking for studios in the Tampa Bay area to record your podcast? Radio Influence can help. With two studios on either side of the bay, Radio Influence has you covered. Engineered and produced by longtime radio professionals, achieve the excellence in podcasting that you and your listeners deserve. For more information or to schedule studio time, email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. Radio Influence, the future is now.